This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 651 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EQ Ready Records, record-keeping services for busy horse people. Greetings, horse folks. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is about how and why liquid supplements can work so well. It's an excerpt from the Horses in the Morning Show, episode number 417, featuring our favorite, Dr. Chang. But before we get to today's tip, let's hear from today's sponsor. Coach Jen here with Amanda Eckelberg of EQ Ready Records, Equine Records Management Service. Amanda, EQ Ready Records is really a fantastic service now that I've learned about it, and it's getting a lot of us horse folks organized. What made you start EQ Ready Records? It's such a unique concept. Well, that's pretty simple, really. Um, I've worked in and around the horse business for the last 15 years in various aspects, um, in the breeding barn, in the vet's office, at the training barn, at the ranch, in Everywhere I've gone, it always amazes me. Nobody is available to take good care of their records, which is so important. They spend a lot of money getting double vaccinations. Uh, They get Coggins pulled two and three times a year because they can't ever find them. Those kinds of things, and it made me wonder, wow, you know, these people really need help. They don't want to, nobody wants to do the paperwork. Nobody wants to sit behind the desk and enter things in the computer, but when you need it, you need it. For example, a couple of years ago here in Texas, we had, you know, a flu rhino outbreak. Everybody was calling the vet clinic, is my horse vaccinated for this? Is my horse vaccinated for this? How simple would it have been for them to just get on the computer, log in, and see exactly what the horse has been vaccinated for and when? Or if they needed to do any other preventative maintenance, they could do it at that time. So I came up with this concept for we can do it effectively cost-effectively and accurately, and all of your information is secure. It's available when you need it, where you need it, and you don't have to worry. That's just one less thing you have to worry about. So you're, you're taking the oh, <clears throat> expletive out of those situations by being our record keepers for us. That's fantastic. Well, I'm glad you started it because it's a fantastic service. Folks out there listening, you need to go to e qreadyrecords.com so easy to spell and check this out Um, you'll be glad you did and folks who take care of your horses for you when you're away will be glad and your vet's office will be glad too because they're sick of you calling (laughs) (laughs) we'll see you again soon Amanda All right, thank you and now on with today's tip one of the things that a lot of people have asked us is, why why is the Omega Alpha herbal product so effective compared to um, other herbal products that, that's been around, right? And I always tell everybody, you know, we did not invent the concept of herbal products. Herbal products have been kicking around a long time, right? One of the biggest mistakes that everybody has made when they were doing herbal products, however, was that they said, well, horses are herbivores. All we need to do is to take the herbs, to the blend, crush it up into fine powder, and then give it to the horse to eat. 
Well, the biggest problem with that concept was that first, the horse, some of the horses just didn't like the taste of it. Right? Just because they were horses doesn't mean they like the taste of every piece of green stuff you give to them. And, and I said to everybody, if you can't get it into, I don't care how good it is for you, it isn't going to do any good. <laughs> right? But more importantly, what one of the things that we have done is that we have done a liquid extract of these herbs. And the reason that's important, and I, I explain that by using an analogy. If you know, in the morning when you wake up, let's say you want to get a cup of coffee, all right? The reason you're taking a cup of coffee is that you want to get some caffeine into you. Now, if you, if I was to tell you, here, take a teaspoon of coffee grounds, chew on this, and wait for that coffee um, caffeine rush to hit you. Well, you'll be doing that for a long time and waiting because it's not going to happen. The reason it's not going to happen is because when you take that um, those coffee grounds, well, one of the first things that has to happen is that your body has to break apart all those um, those cells in the co- in the coffee grounds and allow the caffeine to get out. Now that doesn't happen in all in one step. It takes a long time and it happens all over the full day in your gut, right? And it's the same. So so when when that happens, you get a little bit at the beginning of the of the um, small intestine and you get a little bit as you move along. So all along the day, you get a little little hits of caffeine, but you're never getting a large enough dose. The key for this is that a dosing for any effect you've got to have a large enough dose for it to happen right mm-hmm. and so the the analogy there is that if you have a headache and I take an aspirin tablet and carve it up into twenty pieces and give you a piece every every half an hour, you will have that mm-hmm. headache for the rest of your life it's because not because the aspirin is not doing its job it's just that you're not getting enough of it at any one time. So when we take a liquid extract like you brew your coffee, you drink the coffee, a cup of coffee, you get all that caffeine all at once because all that has to happen is your body just has to absorb that liquid and it's very efficient at absorption, right? So it's the same thing with the horses. If you give them a little bit in powder form, it'll take all day for them to, to break it down so you never get enough at any one time into their system, right? So as when we do a liquid, that's why it works. Secondly, when we do a liquid, we can make it taste good, right? And, it's, you know, horses are like little children. If you have a little a, a two-year-old, I don't care how much you explain. If they don't like it, they don't like it. <laughs> they're not going <laughs> to <they're not gonna laughs> drink it, right? So the That's same thing true. with the horses. I mean, with an adult like yourself, Glenn, I could, I could talk to you and say, Glenn, this is good for you. You know, you should, you should have this, right? With a horse... I don't think that works. You have a hard time explaining to a horse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so now, that that's why the liquid one works a lot better. So when you take and when and you make an er, an herbal supplement extract. for the horse, and it's mm-hmm. and it's it's an it's an extract. So explain the difference between an extract because you can get a liquid by adding water and shaking it a lot or creating an emulsion. Yeah, when we do an extract, one of the things that has to happen with an extract is that you have to get all the stuff that's within the cells to come out, right? And then what you have to get it to come out in, into, into the liquid that you're getting. Now, what, so what we do, and, and you have to do it so that you don't destroy any of your active ingredients too, right? So you got to play around, you know, there's a lot of important little things that you have to look at to to, um, to get a proper extract that's, that, to optimize it, 
right? Uh, yes, you're right. You can shake it up, etc., in water. But if you shake it up in water, have you ever brewed tea? If you took tea, right, and you use cold water and you shake it up, right, you're, you're going to have to sit there for a long time before you get any any tea out, right? If mm-hmm. you heat the water, you get you get a better uh, better extract, right? I get, I get a better tea infusion, but sometimes if you if your hot water is too hot, you change the taste of the tea, right? And when you change the taste of the tea, what that means is that you've destroyed some of your active components, what you're looking for, right? So when, when we do our extracts, you know, those are all of the things that we have to be careful of that we're not destroying anything. That that's important. During our extraction processes. We, we we monitor the quality of our extracts by we have a we have a couple of machines in here that will allow us to monitor. We have something called an HPLC, and one of the things that the HPLC does is it's called high pressure liquid chromatography. We can run ex, we can run the extracts through it, and then from there we will see okay what compounds are in there, what are we missing, and what is being damaged, right? And so from batch to batch, we we have done this, and we have sort of optimized our processes using that methodology, right? So we know we get the best that's available that we can possibly get. Let's put it that way. Until new technology comes out, we do the best with what we have. So are there different herbal ingredients that require different methods of creating an extract, like are there herbs that need to be put in hot water and other herbs that need to yes. go in some kind of an alcohol? So there's different herbs that need different there, treatments? Yeah, different herbs will do, yeah. There are some different herbs. There are some herbs where if you use water, you're not going to get anything out because what the actives you're looking for are soluble in alcohol and they won't come out in the water, right? There are ah. herbs. There are herbs which will come out in the water, but then if the temperature is too high, it breaks down the actives to a point where it's useless, right? You can take it out, but it's useless, right? So those those are some of the little things that you have to know when, when you're doing some of these herbs. Another now, thing with the... Sorry, go ahead. Well, you you finish your thought there because I'm going jot, to jot this question down. <laughs> no, 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 I, no, no. Go ahead. Well, another thing I was going to say with the liquids is that People don't realize this, but in order for anything to be absorbed through the intestinal tract, it has to be it has to be soluble in in the liquid or sort of emulsified in the liquid, etc. Because the process of absorption into the gut, right, involves a liquid medium, right. So if 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 there was if the gut itself didn't put out things like hydrochloric acid or did not put out things like um, bicarb, etc., or, or put out things like, um, you know, like the bile salts, right? A lot of the f- foodstuffs that we take in would not get absorbed. But the absorption happens because you have what's called a liquid media. So the, 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 the food gets broken up. The enzymes can only attack it if, if the food is covered with liquid, right? Um, and like enzymes, etc., they all work in a, in a liquid environment. If you only had dry powders going in, one of the first things that has to happen, your dry powders has to get all soaked up with, with liquid, etc., which is provided by the acids in the gut or, or the other fluids that the, the GI tract releases. And then this allows works as a medium to allow the active ingredients to infuse uh, or to diffuse 
through the intestinal tract membrane into the bloodstream, and that's how it is absorbed. So are there certain herbs then, uh, Dr. Chang, that you want to have in powder form and you want to take longer to absorb, or are they pretty much... you? Usually for herbs, for herbs, it's um, it's you always use the the um, the liquid extracts will always work best. There's no powdered herbs that will work as good as a liquid. Okay. No, the herbs don't, don't just because the active ingredients you want are usually inside of the herbs, inside the cells, the individual cells that make up the herb. Okay. Oh. Got it. All right. So you got to break sense. that. You got to break that thing apart first. Right. Think of the cells like a box, a bunch of cardboard boxes, okay, that are stacked together in, in a in a three-dimensional format. So think of it as the, the nearest analogy I like to use is like you have a skid of uh, a pallet full of product or a skid full of boxes, and okay. you have the active ingredients are sometimes inside the boxes, or the active ingredients are embedded in the cardboard material itself. So in order to get the active ingredients, you have to Either A, destroy the cardboard so it allows the, car- the stuff that's in the cardboard to, to leach out into the liquid, or it's inside the box. But in order to get into the box, you still got to destroy that cardboard to get that stuff out, right? And then you think about it, the three-dimensional structure, you have cardboard boxes in, uh, that's covered but behind other cardboard boxes, right? So you have to be able to okay. get to all of those boxes. And that process of extraction is, is how you get at it. Okay. That makes Claire's, sense. Mu- Claire's mud? No, that does make sense. I like your analogies because I can actually understand them. And if I can understand <laughs> them, anybody can understand them, Dr. Chang. That's for certain. So now, um, so, so are all of, uh, all of your products uh, in the liquid form? No. We have a few okay. powders, and I'll explain why we have a few powders. We okay. have, for, for example, one of our powders is a probiotic product, right, which is Biotic 8. Now, right. the reason we, I thought we, you did, and that's why I asked that. Yeah. You know, because, no, the reason we have yeah. that product as a powder, because, again, that's shelf life stability. The problem with bi- probiotics or bacteria, probiotics are what they call good bacteria. The problem with bacteria is that if you put it in the liquid, they come to life. Now, if they come to life and it's sitting in a bottle, right, you have to remember they, they, when they're alive, they eat and they poop. Well, when they poop, right, the stuff isn't going anywhere. It's still staying in that bottle. So pretty soon what happens is that their bacteria poop basically gets to such a high concentration, it kills them off, right? And if you want live bacteria in, as a probiotic, right, putting it in a liquid defeats the purpose of it. Right, so that's why we keep it in a powder form. Probiotics are like um, yeast, you know, baking yeast. You know, for those people who still remember how 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 to bake, when my mom used to bake, right? I shouldn't say when she used to bake; she still bakes, right? Okay. (laughs) But but you gotta have yeast that's still alive. And one of the things we know that killed off a lot of the yeast was moisture. Right, because moisture brings it back to life, and then when it came back to life, there was nothing for it to eat at that point. Right, so so you have to keep probiotics dry, right, and then that that makes them live longer. You have a better shelf life with those. Doctor Chang, we are—I I say this all the time, but it's true—we are the only morning show in the world this morning talking about pooping probiotics. I guarantee you. <laughs> well, guarantee I, I, uh, 
I was gonna I was gonna make a crack there, but the wine the winemakers won't love me. I I always call wine um, bacteria poop because you have to remember all that alcohol that's a waste product of of bacteria. <laughs> bacteria yeast. It is funny when you go when you go take the bourbon tour in uh, in, in around Lexington. I don't know if you've gone into any of the distilleries and taken the tours. But when you see those those uh, big vats of of uh, bubbling yeast, uh, you know, making the bourbon, yeah. you do think of that, and it smells like that sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Doctor Chang. This is OmegaAlphaEquine.com. OmegaAlphaEquine.com. That is very interesting because I didn't know all of that about the liquid yeah. versus the powder. That was a good topic for today. There you go. To learn more about how your horse's insides work from Dr. Chang, go to omegaalpha.ca where you'll find the new Coach's Corner Educational Series as well as a complete lineup of Omega Alpha products. If you just love listening to the Horses in the Morning gang put their two cents in about horse health topics, you can tune in to the Horses in the Morning show at horsesinthemorning.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on the show because they make Horse Tip Daily possible. Today's sponsor has been EQ Ready Records, record-keeping services for busy horse people. Check them out today at eqreadyrecords.com. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zune and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zune, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player is right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.